Now, the physical heart, which is centered slightly to the left of the human being, and it's interesting also that the Arabic language itself is a, a movement from left to right. Some of the, the people of Ishara indicated that, 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 that writing is, should be towards the heart. In other words, the whole purpose of writing is to affect the heart. This is also the reason why the tawaf, or the circumambulation around the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is done with the left side facing the house. Some of the scholars have said because that the heart inclines towards the left, and so the purpose is that the heart is inclining towards the Kaaba, or towards that centrality of the divinity and the life of man. Now, the actual physical heart, which is beating in our breast, beats at about a hundred thousand times a day. It's pumping two gallons of blood per minute, and over a hundred gallons per hour. If you actually took a hundred gallons of water, and move them physically with your body from one place to another, by the end of it you'd be quite exhausted. And yet this human heart is pumping two gallons of blood per minute, over a hundred gallons per hour, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, for an entire lifetime. The vascular system that it's sending this life-giving blood is over 60,000 miles long. In other words, more than two times the circumference of the earth. So the, the blood is actually being forced through the body over 60,000 miles of vascular, of vascular system in the human body. Now one of the interesting things also about the heart is that we know that it starts it actually starts beating before the brain is formed, which means that the heart has its own beat. In other words, the heart itself begins to beat without any central nervous system. Now, the dominant theory is that the central nervous system is what's controlling the entire human being uh, from the brain. And yet we know now that the nervous system does not initiate the beat of the heart, that it, it's actually self-initiated, and we also know, or we would say initiated by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also we know now that the entire heart, all of the, the connections to the brain can be severed in a heart transplant and another heart can be put into a human being's body and the, and the heart continues to beat without any connection to the brain whatsoever because we cannot regenerate nerve cells. So the fact that the heart itself is the, not only the center of the human being, but it is not uh, beating because of the brain, uh, because of the central nervous system. Now, another interesting thing about uh, the brain is that the human being, uh, there are many actually people that think that the, the brain is also the center of consciousness. And yet, the Qur'an very clearly states, They have hearts that they don't, they're not able to think with, or they're not able to understand with. And so the, the understanding from that, according to the Muslims, is that the center of the intellect, the center of human consciousness, is the heart and not the brain itself. And it's only recently that human beings have realized that there's, there are over 40,000 neurons in the heart. In other words, there are actually uh, cells in the heart 
that are communicating and these there's actual now there's understood to be a two-way communication between the brain and the heart in other words the brain sends the heart messages but the heart is also sending the brain message and these things are only recently being discovered there was a study done by two physiologists in the 70s John and Beatrice Lacey that found that the brain actually sent messages to the heart but the heart did not automatically obey the messages sometimes it speeded up and other times it slowed down indicating that the heart itself has its own type of intelligence now the brain gets signals from the heart that reach the amygdala the thalamus and the cortex which relates to emotions uh, the, the cortex or the neocortex relates to learning and reasoning and these are only recently discovered and we don't fully understand them but what we do know is that the heart is an extremely sophisticated organ and it's also according to the hadith it's a source of knowledge the prophet muhammad sallallahu said that wrong action is what irritates the heart and you do not desire other people to see it so the heart actually knows wrong action and this is one of the reasons why people can do terrible things but ultimately they're affected if you look for instance in Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment what the, the brilliant Russian author was indicating in that story was that the crime itself is the punishment because human beings have to live with the results of their actions and that the soul when somebody does a crime when somebody does something that is against the heart is against the soul then that actually affects the human being to the degree that they will go into a state of spiritual agitation and they will use many many ways to cover this up this is what kufr is it's a covering up they will use alcohol they will use drugs they will use sexual experiment they will use all uh, seeking power seeking wealth seeking fame all of these ways to try to to basically to go into a state of heedlessness into a state of submersion into the world that makes us forget our essential nature that makes us forget our hearts there are two primary concerns in Islam the first and foremost is the heart itself which is called al-qalb it's also called al-aqal al-fu'ad al-sir al-ruh it has many names in the Quran but primarily and foremost it's called the qalb and the basis of the importance of the qalb is in a verse of the Quran and in a sahih hadith the verse of the Quran says يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُوا مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ On that day, on the Yawm Al-Qiyamah, nothing will benefit the human being except the one who brings a sound heart. In other words, the only thing that's going to benefit you, it will not be your wealth, nor will it be your children, which was the jahili concept of what benefited you in the dunya. In the akhirah, suddenly the criterion changes. It's no longer a dunyawi criterion, it's an ukhrawi criterion, and that is a sound heart. If you do not have a sound heart, then you better get one. If you do not have a sound heart, salamat al-qalb, 
And if we're backbiting, that's a sign we don't have a sound heart. If we're cheating, we don't have a good heart. If we're not fulfilling the obligations that Allah has commanded us to fulfill, we don't have a good heart. All of the things that distance us from Allah are indications that the heart has work to be done. That is the first and foremost concern of the human being is his own heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna sam'a wal basara wal fu'ada kullu ula'ika kana anhu mas'ula. The sound itself, the sight itself, and the heart itself, all of them man has been made responsible for. Allah begins with hearing because hearing is the most difficult to guard. I came into New York City, and I'll tell you something, going from Mecca to Jeddah was like going from paradise to the gates of paradise. Going from Jeddah to Morocco was like going to a place where I could see paradise off in the distance, but I definitely wasn't in it. And then getting to New York was like a descent into the bowels of hell. <laughs> and there's no exaggeration about that. Because suddenly, everybody around me was using foul language. It's unbelievable. The only time they don't use foul language is if they're serving you something. Everybody, I was standing in the, waiting for the bus, and I hear this, pe two people talking, and I wanted to plug my ears. And that's what Imam al-Awza'i used to do when he saw people of Bid'ah. And these people, it was so foul, every other word was a foul language. And the mu'min is, laysa bi in the hadith, the mu'min does not use foul language, nor should he hear it. You have to protect, because now those words ring in the heart. They ring. They have a resonance because you're hearing filth and it, you get polluted by it. So you have to guard the ears. And the problem, the danger of the ear is that it, it's, it's, it's aural. It's circular. It's not linear. The eye, you can divert your gaze. If you see something haram, you can look away. Allah has given the ability with the ear. And this is why in the Quran, Allah always mentions the ear first. Because the ear is more difficult and the ear is a faster and more direct line to the heart than the, than, than the eye itself. And then you have to guard the eye because the eye is a mirror. It's a window into the heart. The eye is a window into the heart. But first and foremost, the heart itself is more important than anything else that the human being has been given. And so we have to purify our hearts. And now, I'm based on Qadi Abu Bakr ibn al-Arabi's methodology, which is the methodology of the Messenger of Allah. This is how we do it. And it's not difficult and it's not complicated.